What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. It's a Monday night. You know what that means. We're going to recap what happened all weekend long with horse racing and sports action. Before we get going, Papa Dude, how are we doing today? Hey, doing great. uh, Time got away from me a little bit here. Been waiting all day for this, and next thing I know, I'm on here two minutes before we're supposed to be on here. So, That's all right. Magic started the show. Uh, Magic Mike muted, and then Mike was muted, and then Magic had to leave. So uh, it's okay. You're you're, you're right. still ahead of those guys. So it's yeah, I'm ready to go. We both had our we both had a fun weekend. Yeah, we did. And we're going to talk about that, and that's actually they're relevant topics to what we're going to talk about tonight. Kind of recapping what happened this weekend. Of course, the NBA playoffs started. We'll talk all about that. Uh, we'll talk about the horse racing action as well. Uh, we'll take some Kentucky Derby questions. So we'll answer your questions on the Kentucky Derby, kind of do an open forum uh, as well. So a lot going on. And, of course, uh, we'll talk about a little bit of NHL. Before we do, I thought this was good. Ashley Gordon uh, chimed in uh, way before we started today, chimed in and said, I had a deep thought. There is a difference between knowing you can beat the chalk and hoping to beat the chalk. And signs Ashley Gordon, 2022. What do you think about that, Papa? I thought that was a really good comment. It's a very good comment, except I don't ever totally know I can beat the chalk. Good example. Very good example. Um, at the Oakland on Saturday, there was Jackie's Warrior at one to two. Okay? We're going to beat that one. You know, you just weren't. No. But there was a maiden. I think the day before, actually, and it was Arkansas Breads, ten thousand dollar maiden claimer. Mm-hmm. Chalk was eight to five. That's when you know you can beat the chalk, or it's worth taking a chance on. I've heard you say that a million times, and it's true. You don't. You got to kind of pick your spots on when to bet the chalk and when not to. And I've heard you go over the over this a lot of times. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why I really loved the comment is when you have a horse like Jackie's Warrior, uh, maybe not try to beat a, uh, Jackie's Warrior when he's up against the field like what he faced last Saturday. Um, you know, sometimes you think you can beat the chalk and you still don't. That happens, but that's okay. And the, the mm-hmm. point of this is, and why I wanted to start out with it, when you see a favorite you, you believe is weak, that's when you take your shots. But sure. sometimes you see one and they're really strong, you don't just bet any old horse in the field or or even go with sports and just bet a team you don't think is going to win just because they're a better price. You have to pick your spots. So yeah. uh, that's that's definitely one of the things. And Curtis says, I knew I could beat the chalk whenever Mendelssohn was running. Yes, that's true. Very, very true. And Curtis also says, hammer the bandits, minus five in USFL tonight. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one, Papa Dude. Have you been following no, I- the USFL? No, I do not. So uh, I, I can't. I can't comment on that one. 
All right, we've got comments coming in on the Derby. We'll, we'll take a few of them right now. Uh, Stephen Votel says, looked at the early Derby PPs today, made early voting look really good. Hopefully take some money because I'm fading. Uh, yeah, maybe a horse that's going to be loose, well, not loose on the lead, but one of the horses that will be out in front uh, got caught by Mo Donegal last time out. And it's really just a matter of, do you think he should have won and shouldn't have been caught, or do you really like Mo Donegal? And if you think she, he should have won there and got a good setup and didn't, then I don't see how you're going to like him in the Kentucky Derby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I see today the somewhere the early morning lines came out or something? What was that I saw on Twitter today? Did you see that? There was a who was it that was like, like they had epicenter like 20 to one, I think, or. Yeah. I don't know. I think somebody was like making their own personal okay. morning line. I um, thought so too. I thought yeah, so. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm kind of Twitter and I have kind of had a breakup. I, I don't get on there much anymore. Well, I don't either. I just saw that this morning and I thought, what is that? Yeah. And, I don't, I don't particularly love the negativity on Twitter. And so anyway, um, yeah, I did see that, and somebody because I do get our notifications, so somebody tagged us in it. I thought, yeah, I don't know what that really means, but yeah, um, there there's betting going on at the casinos in Vegas right now. Epicenter is the favorite. I believe he's five to one at the moment. So um, here's a good question, and I think you and I might have different out outlooks on this one. But Nick Feldman comes in, he says, "Do you guys cap races with or without morning lines?" I tend to like to cap without the morning line. Help me determine when I am going to fade or not. What do you think? I know, I think you like to see those morning lines, don't you? Yes, I do. I I do. I know exactly what he's saying though. Now there's some times that I do um, look at a race and try not, and try to handicap without the odds. I think mm -hmm. that's what he's saying. Yeah. And I do think that's helpful because sometimes you look at the odds and you get swayed a little bit your opinion gets swayed a little. I know I do for sure. Um, but there's sometimes like I'll go on time form us and uh, I'll purposely not look at the odds and I'll go through the horses and then I'll come back and see if I kind of thought along the same lines as the morning line. And you know, a lot of times I do. So I, you can kind of improve your betting style. I think by doing that, don't look at the lines and see, see, uh, See if you can come up with the same thing that the morning line guy did. Do you do that, Tom? Well, I'll say this uh, to Nick and to you as well. I handicap early. Like when the card comes out, I get on it and I handicap it because the reason why I do that, you got to be prepared. I, I handicap a ton of tracks. So yeah. you know, the day before the race, you need to know, hey, who am I going to pick? And you input that data into our system. So I try to work ahead. So uh, Ninety percent of the time, I do not have the morning lines, and I've I've always kind of preferred it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes I do because some tracks the morning line will come out like five minutes after they draw. So you know, sometimes I do, but usually I don't. I like it that way. Um, yeah. Dennis, on the other hand, said he tried to cap cap without the morning line and it went horrible. So he he uses it. I don't think there's a right and wrong answer. No, there's not. Nick. It's whatever it's whatever fits your style. You know. Mm -hmm. And as much as Aaron handicaps, I imagine he does kind of flip around a little bit, maybe. Uh, I know when we were doing the guide uh, for the uh, Keeneland thing, some of the uh, odds weren't out yet. Yeah. And, and you guys needed to have my picks picks in. Uh, so um, as I was going through it, the, the odds then came out. 
but I had handicapped three or four races before the, uh, the line came out. And it was amazing that I had picked the ones that were favorites. So that kind of made me feel good that I could still go in and read a form and kind of figure out who to pick. You know, some of those I had never heard of. I don't watch it like you guys do. I used to, but I don't anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, because because we made you do other things. And uh, yeah, so it's a little bit more about that. So um, let's see what else is going on here. Good question there, Nick. I, I think that's that's excellent. Uh, Curtis said this derby reminds me of 2007 where only two or three horses can realistically win. I'm kind of there. Yeah, I think four would be my number pending the draw and the draw always you know, we'll sway you one way or the other on a couple well, of things. Going back on, on, on this previous thing, too, kind of goes along with it. Um, how many of you guys, when you're actually at the track, look at the horses and mm -hmm. decide? Can, can, sometimes can that sway you by how the horses look at the track? I know uh, my wife is really good at that. She really is because she knows horses. She's had horses. She's ridden horses, which is something I have not. I've mm -hmm. ridden a horse, but, you know, I don't know much about them. And we just got back from Oakland. And she singled out a couple of ones that won on Saturday that I would never have picked. Mm -hmm. And the thing about Sandy is she doesn't know just a whole, she doesn't know how to read a form. And she picked a first-time starter mm -hmm. uh, in a maiden and I would have never picked the horse because I'm biased and I don't pick first time starters. You know that, Aaron. Now you yeah. do sometimes, and, and, and but I don't. She picked that horse. I don't. I can't remember what it was. Five to one, four to one. He was a really good looking horse. She loved the way he looked. She had never even looked at the form. She bet him. He won easy, and she cashed. And uh, how many? Any of you guys look at the horse? Uh, yeah. Uh, Curtis Mandela is saying that, that the biggest advantage you can get is seeing the animal in person. So he agrees with kind of what you're saying. Uh, Stephen Moto, yes, I have a gray bias. Can't help it. <laughs> they always screw me. Yeah. So laugh because well, that's together that way for you, Aaron. You're yes, wife. that's that's my wife, Stephen. She'll bet every gray uh, in the race, and yeah, that's she loves that much. Yeah. Um, you know. I don't think it's very valuable in the big time uh, yes. races, but when we go to Will Rogers, yes. I think it's extremely valuable. I knew you were going to, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She has more trouble like at Oakland because there is usually a little bit better quality of horse. They all look good at Oakland, you yeah. know, she struggles a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, but she knows, uh, she knows horses and I don't. So uh, Bree says, I love the grays probably because I could see uh, grays. Uh, Nick Feldman agrees. He says, My fiance is the same way. She knows horses so well. And when we are at the track, I like to hear her opinion. She tends to be better at eliminating horse rather than picking. So right. maybe what Nick's saying, she can pick out one that maybe isn't doing, doesn't look quite good enough. Andy can too. She can kind of tell when one's limping. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sandy chimes in, says she does great at Will Rogers, and that's you know, that's the thing. You get to a smaller track, it's field of six or eight claiming horses. That's really where that makes a huge difference to see yeah. them up close. And I, I know for us, it's you know, we can even kind of spot them at Will Rogers because some of those horses they're just not very good, and right. right? They just don't look good. And Curtis says, uh, he saw Greeley and Ben in person at Indiana Grand. Uh, ended up leading me to bet the horse several times. Yeah, I mean, you, if you bet really been several times, you've won several times because he has been a, a definite uh, winner over and over and over. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, those are your everyday horses there at Will Rogers. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. That's your, your, your run of the mill claimers <laughs> that you're going to see. Uh, Ashley Gordon says, uh, I listened to Maggie at Naira, even though she takes an hour to spit it out. Yeah. I, that's the other thing. If you're not good at it, um, which I, I wouldn't say I am, I don't think he would say you were either it, when it's obvious we can see it, but you know, Maggie, that's her job is to look at the horses in the paddock and she does a very good job. So that yes. if you're not trained, you can rely on somebody like Maggie Wolfendale. I will say there's not many like her. Some like that's their job, but she's actually really, really good at her job. Where others I don't trust as much. I'm not going to name names. It's how it is. Uh, and then Mackie Man says Ma- uh, Maggie is the best. So, Well, I, I like her too. And, yeah. and she, she can... She, she's really good at telling you who really looks ready to run uh, in the paddock. She's yeah. really good at that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Magic Harris says there is strictly gray horse called the gray ghost handicap at the Meadowlands. Which yeah. is all for gray horses. I really, I love that. Uh, yeah. Sure. Love that. Uh, Dennis is at the bar and he can't hear anything. So that's, okay. that's <laughs> there you go. You got that. Uh, Bruce says, uh, Claimers are the backbone of racing, and I think yeah. you and I will totally agree on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, agree. Uh, and, and claiming trainers are the backbone of racing, too. They really are, because there's a hell of a lot more of them than your Baffords, Pletchers, and Chad Browns. That's for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. It is the backbone. Uh, that's what we grew up on, you know, in the game, so to speak. Papa Dude was a grown man when he started, but it's how we, we cut our teeth in the game. Uh, Guess we'll say that. Uh, a quick thing before I forget it, Aaron, because yeah. this is the same topic. So uh, I don't make this real short because we got a lot of great comments on here, and I'm glad we got these. But I'll forget this if I don't. And I told these people I would mention us, mention them. So, well, hey, anyway, gonna, is, it, is this an Oakland story? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and do the Oakland. We're okay. talking about horse racing anyway. Talk about you went to Oakland this weekend. You saw Jackie's Warrior. Kind of give us a little bit of recap of what you saw. Okay. Uh, well, it was a fantastic. I hate to do that though, Larry, with all these comments. Go ahead. They okay. can. Well, I we went in and uh, we got down there Friday, in in um, the, the racing wasn't very good Friday, so we didn't get there till like the fourth race. Anyway, we walked in and in in Asmussen had uh, he was schooling uh, Jackie's warrior, mm-hmm. and it was such a treat because he was in there by himself with the horse in yep. the paddock and we've mentioned this many times about oakland if you've never been there the paddock is so unique that you have to school your horses and jackie's warrior obviously did not like that she or he i always call her she, <laughs> and because of the name but he didn't like that paddock area at all Aspison brought him in with all of the other horses and then when the horses Sat, uh, riders up and went on out. He left Jackie's warrior in there, and, and and he left the horse in the paddock for until that race was over. Yeah, and then brought her back, brought him back out because oh, he did not like him. It was fascinating to watch him work uh, with him. So anyway, um, I now have another favorite horse in Jackie's warrior. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen him. I don't. Think had he ever run at Oakland? Yeah, uh, he, he had one. He had one. He had one race there, but you were not there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful horse. Yeah. He oh, is. Just 
cl- I think classy is how you mm-hmm. describe that horse. So um, he came in to uh, to saddle him, and he was he was one of the last horses in. They didn't bring him in till very the right at the last, so he wasn't in that paddock very long. Yeah, man circled him, saddled him, boom, out they went. That's a great trainer. You know, he knew he knew how to to handle. Of course, a lot of trainers could have figured that out. But anyway, enjoyed seeing him uh, run, classy as could be. And uh, but anyway, so Saturday the weather was crappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sat upstairs on Saturday. We didn't. We weren't outside like we usually are. So we're sitting there, and and this older couple about our age was sitting behind us. And uh, we were overhearing him talk. And pretty soon, you know, I don't know why, but he kind of, I guess, figured it. We knew what we were doing. <clears throat> and he goes, hey, can I ask you some questions? It's the very first time ever. Oh, cool. And they're from Iowa. Mm-hmm. and uh, But they've moved down to Hot Springs. Super couple. I wanted to mention them because we really, they said they were going to watch. And I don't know if they do or not. But anyway. I wanted to mention how how great it was, but they were they they got lucky. Well, I don't know if they're lucky or just really skilled for first time. They hit like three races. Nice. We now have new fans <laughs> to horse racing because they they were just thrilled, you know that they and, and she was actually hitting them a little bit better than he was. And I think yeah, I, we overheard him say, "Hey, honey, we're only down twenty dollars now." <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, I wanted to mention that. Let's get back to this though. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I think that's an important thing that I, I think a lot of people, they they, they, they want to think about takeout and they want to think about this and that and, and all this kind of things to help grow the game. And not that that's not important, but right. the number one thing that's important is to get somebody to the track. That's yeah. how you make a fan. That's the, yeah. that's really the only way I've, I've, you know, that's how I was a fan and that's how I've made new fans. You kind mm-hmm. of get them there. Yeah. Know, and 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 stuff like that is is a prime example. First yes. time people, you know, you, you meet them, you, they they get a couple of wins, and it's fun. And you know, like I said, they may be back, and uh, they may be back again and again. You They're bet. from Iowa. Maybe they'll go to Prairie Meadows next. Yeah, they might. Um, yeah, it was really cool. They they really got into it, and and uh, you know, it's it's good. I don't know how much I helped them, but it's they didn't know what the odds meant. They yeah, you know. And I told him, I said, I'm not going to get into this very much with you because the more you know, the worse it gets. So <laughs> yeah. the most fun today that you'll ever have because if you're like me, I did the same thing and then I got to studying it and now it drives me nuts. So yeah, yeah, I, I just explained a couple of things to them. But anyway, oh, they'll, they'll be back. There's no doubt about it. They were having a ball. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah. That- that's the thing, you know, you teach them a few things and those, the, those few factors work out on that day. Then all of a sudden, bam, there you go. Yep. You've got to, you've got it. So yeah. Uh, you saw a great horse at Jackie's Warriors. Oh, no question about it. Um, he, he is fantastic. Uh, felt like he was on cruise control that race. It wasn't the most impressive race you'll ever see from him, but a good first start back. Yeah. And it was in the mud. The, the track was horrible. And I think they were just glad that he ran like he'd, he'd been off for a long time. Didn't realize he had a knee uh, uh, bone chip in his knee that they took out. Partly the reason for his uh, long layoff. Uh, I think he's going to have a really good summer 
though. I think he's uh, headed to Churchill next. In fact, he shipped out Monday. And, uh, yeah, he won pretty easy. The field wasn't great. But there was a couple of pretty good horses in there. So a uh, good win for him. And, uh, yeah, they didn't uh, they didn't push him very hard. Yeah. I would think with him, of course, last year he was the champion sprinter, but he did lose at the Breeders' Cup, kind of a non-effort from him. I would think this year they're going to work completely backwards from yeah. the Breeders' Cup and get him in, in tip-top shape for that race, where last year it was more of just let's just gobble up all these wins, and he was able to do it. This yeah. year probably be a little bit more strategy involved in his campaign. Well, the owners have said this is their goal. They want yeah. to uh, win a Breeders' Cup uh, race. Yeah. And that's the goal. So Aspisa knows how to how to handle that. So I'm sure they'll take it easy on him and get him ready, ready yep. to go. And then they're going to retire him after that. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's that's that is a very 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 good goal for that horse. So, and I think it's know. wonderful that they haven't retired him already. Mm -hmm. You know, and let him run another year so we can watch him. That's yeah, I, I don't. I totally agree. All right, let's get back to some of the comments here. We got to let a few build up there as we talk yeah. about Jackie's Warrior. Uh, and this is one I totally a thousand, a million, a bazillion percent agree with Nick. He says one thing he's not good at all, and he doesn't use. He can't tell a good work what a good workout looks like and what a bad workout looks like. Nick, I hate workouts. Don't even look at them. No, I'm with you, buddy. The only time I ever even glance at one is if a horse hasn't ever run. I might look then. Sure. And that's it. But first of all, how do we know those times are accurate? Mm -hmm. I don't trust the times. Do you? Not at all. And owners are not owners. Trainers lie about when it's first time starters and right. stuff. They lie about who that horse actually is. They might be working out. They'll switch them. They'll make a really good horse's workouts look terrible. And then they spot them and they win at 15 to one. And you're like, well, he, he was 80 out of 81 right. two or three times in a row. And no, you, you can never trust the workout. If you've ever been for the morning workouts, it just looks like a disorganized mess out there to me. They're running all over the place. I don't yes, know. It is a disorganized mess, and they're running all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So I don't trust it at all. <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, I'm with you on that one, Nick. Uh, let's see. Got some more here. Uh, Curtis says, two tried and true strategies, knowing what look for, knowing what to look for, I'm guessing, in the horse. And fading Kate and Bradar. I'm not touching that last one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Magic Carrot says, no, on Zoe Kevin. Not touching that one either. Uh, <laughs> he tried to bait me into something there. Uh, similar to Matoli as far as uh, Jackie's Warrior. And, yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, and Papa Dude, we were, yeah, we both were saying that's a dumb name for a boy yeah. horse named Jack. I hate that name because I think it's a girl all the time. I say that every race. Yeah. And I was saying it down in the paddock uh, Saturday. I said, well, I hope she runs well. And I had yep. to catch myself three or four times. I just, you know. I know. It's it's man. frustrating. Uh, Ashley says there's a snowstorm going on in Toronto. That's, that's no good. I didn't even know that. That's no. not good at all. Oh, uh, let's see. Nick Thelma thinks Jackie's Warrior will be better, is is better, not will be, is better at seven furlongs. And hard to argue after those seven furlong races we saw up at the spa last year, right? Yeah. Well, that's, she, he's something else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he's very good. He's uh, tough. He's tough. He is tough, for sure. There is a six furlong stakes on Preakness Day where he could run 
Also, the Churchill Downstakes is on Kentucky Derby Day. I wonder if they'll kind of that's where they're there. That's I believe that's, what they're, that's what they're looking at. Okay, yeah, I, read, so I, read, I heard that uh, today. That oh well, there you go. I keep reading down, and Nick and Nick Bellman lets us know Churchill yeah. Downstakes, which is seven furlongs. So there you go. Um, yeah, a, a little bit of talk about the Met Mile for this horse as well. That'll be a mile. It's a one-turn mile. Matoli was able to stretch out and win that one. Um, what do you think? Met Mile. Can can Jackie's Worry carry that speed a mile? I don't know. Flatline and Speaker's Corner are also looking at that race. Yeah, I, I may be a little too too long. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm a little depends worried. Depends on how she, she's training. It just depends. Yeah. Because like you said, they're going to go easy on, on this one. I said she again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, I'll never ever break that. It just depends on how he's training because they, like you said, they're going to go easy on on him this year. Yeah, Nick says Jackie won the Pat Day Mile last year, but boy, it got close. It got very very close, and uh, he was able to hold on though, no doubt about it. That's right. Uh, he did win that. Mm -hmm. He did. But it was they're not putting him it this year. Yeah. That's so what what current what horse that's in the Derby right now or current horses in the Derby is uh, might be more appropriate for the Pat Day Mile is a question Curtis threw out there about that. What about Smile Happy Curtis? That's a horse that I think would might romp if he was in the Pat Day Mile. Um, what about a horse like Charge It? A horse like Charge It probably needs to run in something that's not a Kentucky Derby. I don't know about a mile, but like. You know, let's say the Peter Pan, which is the week in between the uh, it, well, it's, it's it's basically a Belmont prep, the week in between the Derby and the Preakness. That would be a really appropriate uh, race for him. Um, yeah, uh, early voting is one that would probably look pretty good in the Pat Day Mile. Bree says Morello, of course, he's undefeated going two turns, so he would make a ton of sense as well. So there's a few. There always is. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of yeah, Morello one turn horse. That's kind of the ones. I would agree with the with the commenters here, and I, again, I think Smile Happy cutting back in distance would be really interesting. Aren't, aren't you thinking that maybe Morello may be may become somewhat of a sprinter before this is all over? Maybe I I would not be shocked if Morello showed up in the Pat Day Mile. Actually, yeah. yes, uh, I I think that's definitely uh, a good shot of happening. It, it makes sense to me. Um, yeah, he had some issues that weren't, you know, really his fault in the wood. But to me, you just do what you could do best, right? I wouldn't risk him in a 20-horse field. I'd take him to a race like that. And then if he runs really, really well and you want to get, you know, aggressive, maybe try a preakness. But, yeah, I think that would make a ton of sense. Nick Bellman also says simplification. A horse that kind of looks like he's starting to hit, you know, his distance limitations, uh, you know, after a mile, mile 16. So I could see that one as well. Uh, Dennis a cyber knife. Ah, yeah. I mean, from a talent standpoint, probably agree. I, I do think he can get the distance, but it kind of makes a little bit of sense. And then Ashley, that horse was early voting. So that the same one that Nick uh, brought up, that's the one that lost to Modonagal. And you're right. Uh, you, you're right. Nick's right. I think that horse would be pretty well served at a mile as well. Anybody else you can think of? No, I think that's pretty good. You're, you're talking derby horses, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's probably it. it I, and, and one thing about Asmussen, if he thinks they're better suited to move him, he'll do it. He's not stubborn, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Also, Zozo's, I don't know. I thought that horse ran really well at a mile and three sixteenths last time out. I don't 
maybe from a standpoint of, you know, hey, he could actually win this one, but he probably deserves to be in the Derby uh, off of that race. Yeah, the Cassie horse uh, that, that Nick Fellman's mentioning is Papa Cap. He will try uh, the one-mile Pat Day. Mile, uh, he he could have been in the Kentucky Derby, but they said, no, we're going to we're gonna try that. So yeah, um, we'll see how that goes as well. Uh, all right. Ashley says he's got to go. He's a Rap Raptors fan. Yeah, I, I'm pulling for him tonight, too. I kind of picked him maybe as a little bit of an upset, but I'm not real confident either, Ashley. I'll tell you what, since that's been brought up, I've got it up here. Let's pull up these games right here, and we'll talk about the NBA real quick before it kicks off here in two minutes. Raptors and the 76ers. I think the Raptors cover tonight. What about well, you? I was looking at that, too, but as Nick says, they're pretty thin tonight. They've got some injuries, and uh, I don't know whether they're going to play. Um, it's not their it's not their studs, but it's two starters, so they're obviously good, and uh, that's the only problem. Here's the thing about the Sixers. They can look so good one day and not so good the next. It's been their mm -hmm. history. And in game one, I didn't get to see it because I was on the road, but I uh, watched uh, watch some highlights. Uh, they got a tremendous effort from uh, their supporting cast. Embiid didn't have to do much. That doesn't always happen. So seven and a half is a lot of points. I, I like the Raptors. I think they cover too. Yeah, uh, Magic Curry mm -hmm. disagrees. He thinks the Raptors lose by 10 plus. That's okay. Um, yeah, no uh, – uh, yeah, two two guys out there. Um, no Scotty, no Young, no Trent, no Trent. Big pieces, Ashley. Ooh, says, so. so there's three of them. Yeah, there's the, evidently. Oh, Ashley, there's three out. Tonight, yeah. So. That's um, the other two games. I thought this was. A, I'm going to go an underdog again here. Dallas is a five point underdog at home against Utah. Of course, Utah wins uh, game one. Uh, what do you think? I, I think Dallas is going to bounce back and win this one. And well, the problem is Luca is hurt. Yeah. And he hasn't been ruled out at least the last I looked. Now it may have changed. I kind of think they're going to do it too. And I kind of think he's going to play. Uh, they really got a bad break because they had to play uh, Saturday, Monday. You know, and some of these other teams don't play tonight that played on Saturday. So they really got a tough break. And, of course, the two games are at home, and this series is tight anyway. Uh, I think they're better than the Jazz. I look – and the Jazz only beat them by six on Saturday. I kind of think he might play tonight. I'm picking the, I'm picking the Mavericks too. Yeah, I think, I think the Mavericks plus five is, is the play in that one. Um, boy, they better win. If they don't, they're in big time. Yeah, and they're a really good team. And and to lose him on the last game of the season, and they had to play him because that was a game they needed uh, to get the four seed and get the home home uh, advantage. Yep. Uh, they wanted that four seed, so that really hurt. Uh, no, they were battling for the three. That's what they were battling for, but that really hurt. And uh, this is a good team that may go down. And they're not at full, full strength. Yep, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, it's one of the situations there. They that they <laughs> you can't lose him. Nobody in the NBA can lose a player like him no. and have success uh, long term in the playoffs. It's no. just it's not going to happen. 
So um, they might, you know, they might go ahead and hold him out tonight, thinking it's too soon to bring him back. Yeah. Have him a lot more healthy for game three in Utah. So just depends on how he's feeling. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. To me, you play him if he's healthy. I mean, this is a must-win game. If he's if he's anywhere close, you could. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Nuggets Warrior wrap it up. Warriors win game one, so they're up one zero. Uh, what's your thoughts on this one? Uh, I think the Warriors cover this. I think they're a lot better than Denver, especially in Golden State. So um, they have a kid by the name of Jordan Poole who scored 30. He is starting in place of Steph. They didn't start Steph uh, Curry the other night. He still uh, scored 16. They kind of broke him in slowly. And I tell you, they're dangerous. I don't give Denver much of a chance in this series. It does kind of just feel like the Warriors are going to run away with this. I I don't think it's going to be too competitive uh, either uh, in this one. So Nope. I'm with you. Tuesday's games, we'll go ahead and talk about those for a second as well, uh, kind of to, to kind of catch all of the series. We'll talk about Wednesdays uh, a little bit as well, too. The Heat and the Hawks uh, up on Tuesday. They'll be the first game. The Heat won the first uh, pretty easily. The Hawks kind of look overmatched here. I think this is another one. It's probably going to be a short series. Yeah, uh, you got to cut the Hawks just a little bit of slack for uh, maybe being a little tired coming in there they had to win two games to get yeah. in the tournament. and they did so I, I cut them a little bit of slack um yes i agree with you totally i don't think this series is going to go very far uh, miami is just they're pretty good they're so tough um i don't I, I i'm with you at seven points i think they cover that i haven't really analyzed it yet but i think they cover that yeah, I, I just – I don't know. They look to be outmatched to me. Uh, a team that you love, the Grizzlies, well, they lost their opening round game – or their opening game of the series. So Minnesota mm-hmm. leads this one one to nothing. <laughs> to me, the Grizzlies have to bounce back here in game two, but that, you know, that's a good start. I went seven and one this weekend on the playoff games, and this is the one I missed, and this is the one I was the surest of. Yeah. And I'm shocked. Again, I was at the track, so I didn't see it. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I do know, and I, I questioned this at the time, Memphis rested their starters the last week of the season, mm-hmm. and they lost three out of four games. I thought that was a little bit stupid, except for Morant, who was injured. The other guys were healthy, and they had the number two seed locked up, Okay. And you get a week off anyway. And I think that affected them in this first game. They've had uh, those starters that had a couple weeks off. And it got their momentum broken. And I tell you, I think that hurt them. I look for them to come back uh, tomorrow night. I think they're way better than Minnesota. But the thing with Minnesota, if they get on a roll, they can score. Memphis is going to have to come out and, and play better. I think they'll win. Uh, I got a little bit of doubt now, though. Yeah, that was not a good sign at all. Uh, yeah, I was I was uh, away from the television as well when they were playing. Didn't get to see it, but uh, it was falling on the box score now. That was very surprising yep. uh, to see. Then finally, uh, the last game on Tuesday will be the Pelicans and the Suns. Suns a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't think 
you're betting the Pelicans more uh, money line. So, I mean, do the can they cover nine and a half? Is the question. You know, they weren't bad last night. No, they, they weren't. Bad start. Um, again, a team that's probably a little tired. They had to win two games to get into this thing. I thought they gave a good account of themselves. They kept it within range. I think they got within four there once. So they're a tough bunch. Again, the Suns hadn't played in a while, and I think they come out and, and play better uh, tomorrow night. So I think they can cover that nine and a half. I'm going to pick them to cover it. Yeah, Dave Barista says Suns in four. Uh, I agree with that. I don't think that's going to be much of a series. Ashley says, uh, surprise, Denver and Utah haven't taken that next step forward. And then JL chimes in and says, maybe Utah is right now. I, I do kind of agree. It's like it's time for one of those two teams. You know, they've been in the playoffs. They really haven't been able to make too much of an impact. It's time. Maybe Utah's going to do it. What do you think? Well, I can't really count Utah this time because Dallas is hurt. Yeah. And fair. they should win. I mean, they should win. When you lose your best player like Dallas has and Utah's – a pretty good team, you should win. So can't really count Utah till they, if they get to the next round and then they take that next step. Denver yeah. is one of those teams that has never been tough enough mm-hmm. to go on. They always have a lot of flash, but they can't ever smash anybody. They're, they're all flash and no smash. Like and teams, teams don't win in the playoffs that are like that. No, you're right, and that's a really good point. I've never really thought of it like that, but it's definitely true. All right, let's talk about a couple of games here on Wednesday to kind of just to round out all the series, make sure we mention them all. The Nets and the Celtics, this was the game of the weekend. The Celtics buzzer beat the Nets to win game one. Kyrie's flipping off the crowd in Boston. I mean, it was a circus, and it it was entertaining. I'll give us that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay, Celtics three-and-a-half-point favorite on Wednesday in game two. I kind of think the Nets are the better team, but I I don't know. That's not – listen, Kyrie, he is who he is, but I just like to see him play basketball. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about this one? You hit the nail on the head. Um, he is a super player. Yeah. What a prick, though. Just a – why do you – and, you know, you can't control him. I don't think there's anybody that can control him. You know, I would think Durant might be, might sit down and have a little talk with him. Hey, we don't need this. It's hard enough to beat this team as it is. We don't need to get the crowd riled up like this. I, I don't, I don't think anybody can get get through to him. But when you've got him and you have Durant, you can't count the Nets out. But they blew a golden opportunity uh, to win. Uh, yeah. Last- last night they played well they really did um these are two teams i think again that have a lot of flash but not much smash and uh i, I really like them both um uh, and the nets wouldn't be the seventh seed if durant had missed 20 games because of injuries they just wouldn't so uh, this is a toughie for me to pick you know and, and obviously vegas thinks the same thing three and a half you know that's pretty <laughs> that's a pretty good line I, I think I'd take Boston but wouldn't be surprised if the Nets win this one I'll, I'll probably ride with the Nets one more time here see how they do um, 
I just think I just think they're going to give Boston trouble in the series they already have in Game One. Uh, we won't talk about Sixers Raptors because we talked about Game right. Two uh, going on tonight, and actually it's tipped off. Uh, well, it should be right about now. But we will finish it off here with the Bulls and the Bucks. The Bucks win Game One. I kind of think Milwaukee's going to win this thing fairly easily. They're ten point favorites as of right now on Wednesday. What do you think of this one? Well, they were ten and a half, I think. Mm-hmm. on uh, whatever the other game was. Is that yesterday? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I picked the Bulls <clears throat> to, to uh, beat the spread, and they did because I just thought that spread was too much. But I think the Bulls played about as good as they could play uh, yesterday. And uh, they almost they had a shot to win. I think the Bucks are too good. And uh, I got a feeling the Bulls took their best shot, and it wasn't good enough. And you may, I think the Bucks may win pretty easy uh, tomorrow. Uh, that's Wednesday night. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say they're going to really cover that. Magic Carrot says, "All flash, no smash." Sounds like my dating life. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> maybe you're not being patient enough. <laughs> it depends on what your flash is picking up. <laughs> Is your okay? I got another good one for you. Is your flash picking up trash? Oh, <laughs> are Magic you parents chime in? Let us know. <laughs> um, Curtis, uh, or asked, does uh, the winner of the Nets Celtics take the east? What's your opinion on that? I don't think so. Okay, and I don't think they, I don't think they're physical enough. I like the, I like the heat. I, I really do. I, I just have been very impressed with them because they've been injured all year and still won 53 games. Yeah. They know they know how to win. That's who I like. I think I know the answer to this one, but Dave Barista says, Will Papa do be watching King Fury this weekend? The boxer, not the horse. Will you be watching the boxing match this weekend? Uh no. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that was the answer to that one. Yeah. Yeah. No. Me neither. No, I'm out, I'm out on that one. All right, let's switch gears because uh, now we got to talk about my weekend. And yes. It is relevant because we're going to talk about hockey now. And, of course, I was in St. Louis over the weekend watching the Blues take on the Minnesota Wild. And this was a tale of three games all wrapped into one. Uh, first and foremost, best seats I've ever had for a game. It's fantastic. Uh, now, were, you, were you on the across from the bench or on the bench side? I was across from the bench. Ten rows off the ice, staring straight into the uh, the, the faceoff circle uh, in the zone. So fantastic, fantastic seat right there. Like I said, ten rows off the ice. Um, so it was a great seat, and uh, it was a <laughs> as far as being a good game, it, you could not have seen a better game. It was fantastic. The Blues won six to five in overtime. Uh, the final goal was was scored right in front of us. Uh, Brendan Shen was literally eye level with us uh, when he scored the game winner. So it was fantastic. But it, it was a tale, like I said, of three games. The first period, the Blues were really dominated, but actually had the lead one to nothing as Huso stood on his head. Uh, Minnesota tied it early in the second period, one to one. And then the Blues put on an absolute clinic for the next 16, 17 minutes of the second period. Couldn't, I don't think I've ever seen a better 17-minute stretch by a Blues team. Three goals. They get up four to one. 
course, they blew it. Uh, they the game ends up five to five because the third period, the Blues put on a clinic on how to give up easy, cheap goals by just turning the puck over, over and over. Um, five five, like I said, uh, won the face off. We were talking. It was like, man, if the Blues win the face off, they're gonna they're gonna win this game because uh, Cam Talbot from Minnesota was having a not so great game as uh, their goalie. Blues win the draw, get the great shot for Shin, and they bury it. So. Uh, the reason why it's important, the Blues have won nine in a row. Because yeah. <laughs> then last night, they also won in Nashville. So the hottest team in hockey, the St. Louis Blues. How about that? Yeah, them in Colorado. Yep. And and they are. Uh, this is the most exciting Blues team in a long time as far as offense goes. They can score. They scored seven goals in the second period last night yep. at Nashville. And uh, – they are putting the puck in the net. If you'll notice, Colorado has only scored six more goals than the Blues. Yep. Florida, Florida leads the league. But um, it it's 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 all gonna depend on the Blues on their on their goaltending and their back line. If it holds up, they got a shot. But I don't think they can stop on a team like Colorado. I just I don't think they're good enough on the back end. This, this Blues team reminds me a lot of the team that, that won the Cup in the fact that they can roll out four lines yeah. and each of the lines, you're not losing much when you put them out there. Their fourth line, while they did not score a goal uh, on Saturday, they, they were able to score on Sunday in Nashville. Their fourth line is fantastic. Yeah. They, they played great in that game. They, they got shit done in that game. And then the top line of uh, Buskevich, uh, Tarasenko, and Thomas, it, it was ridiculous. They they were ridiculous after their They had been now for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, yeah, their, their lines are solid. They don't have that real powerful defenseman. And we just don't know what the goalie – you know, they're playing okay. I mean, it's, it's good to see Bennington is playing better because they're going to need him. Yeah, you know, it's just that's the shaky part, you know. Yeah. They're fun to watch. They're playing great. Uh, so is Minnesota, though. And uh, the Minnesota's got one game on them, one game at hand. So technically, they're really in second place. But um, they're fun to watch. I know that right now. They really the Blues-Minnesota playoff series would be unbelievable. The Blues, like you said, they've had 288 goals. Minnesota's had 281. Yeah. You can see why, man. They were explosive. When the Blues made a mistake, it was in the back of the net on Saturday. That that That's for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, Huso, believe it or not, I know he gave up five goals. He played pretty well in this game. <laughs> he, he had no chance to stop any of the five. Oh, he's been solid. They yeah. they wouldn't even be in, near the playoffs without him, yeah. And so, it's it, he's just young and inexperienced come playoff time. And yeah. you, you, but we won the cup with a guy who wasn't even on the roster at the start of the season. So you can't always go by that. Um, yeah, they're they're playing well at the right time. And about three weeks ago, they were in trouble. So. Yeah. It's amazing what a nine-game winning streak will do for you. <laughs> Crazy thing about it. Uh, by the way, you remember the Blues? They had the dog, Barkley. Remember when they got the dog? Sure. They got him at the game. You can go up and pet him. Really? Yeah, I thought that was great. I, I knew we were going to win when we saw Barkley. So. 
Yeah. Um, I thought that was fantastic. Was that was cool. Um, Blues have always been fan friendly. There's no question yeah. about that. Oh, it was great. Uh, they also have a Shake Shack in the arena now, which is incredible. And it, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> now, did you, were you, did you stay downtown? Uh, no, no. We just kind of stayed outside of town, messed around okay. a little bit. Did and then you, we went in. Okay, did you park in the place you always do? I parked in at Ballpark Village. That's where I parked. Oh, so you didn't park down there where the old Union Station used to be. No, I parked down at Ballpark Village now. I kind of yeah. like it there. And then it's just it's the walk to the stadium's about the same. Now, you uh, wouldn't uh, have parked there if the Cardinals were playing though, right? No, no. Now if the Cardinals are playing, you gotta you gotta go somewhere else because that's it, incredibly insane. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely uh at Ballpark Village when the Cardinals are not playing, it's great. It's it's a perfect spot. And there's a lot to do there as well if you wanna we didn't. My wife uh, had had to uh, come home because she flew out to be with her mom and her sister in Gatlinburg on a little vacation. So we had to come home after the game. But if not, that's a great place to hang out after the game as well, Ballpark Village. So um, yeah, good place. Because used to you could park in Union Station and go out the back way, and you got out of there just like that. The last time I went, which was a couple of years ago, you can't go out that way anymore. It, and that's another reason why I parked over there at Ballpark Village. I was on the interstate in less than two minutes. Yeah. Because there's about three different ways you can go out of that. And it, it's it's really nice. It's really yeah. nice. Um, yeah. The coolest thing about it, uh, I went with my aunt, my uncle, two cousins, and obviously Heather and I. And, uh, you know, one of, one of my cousins had been a couple of times. By the way, they're massive blues fans, both these girls. And. One of them had been a couple times in hell. We sat way up in almost the last row, upper deck. And then the other one, uh, it was her first time. And it, we got so lucky. We were on the end where the Blues only shot once. So we only got him the second period. Then we got him in overtime. All the Blues goals but one – or no, I'm sorry. All the Blues goals but two were scored right there in front of us. So that was a, just a luck uh, of the draw because usually you want to sit down on the other end where they attack twice in the first yeah. and third period so we just got really lucky that it happened like that yeah there's um, nothing like a hockey game nothing oh yeah yeah i know it it it's ah man I, heather and i were talking it's like yeah we would be season ticket holders if we could you know if we didn't live four hours away <laughs> it's it's just an awesome can't describe it to anybody. They just have to go. Now you have to kind of be a little bit of a sports fan, but it's yeah. still, it's nothing like it. Nothing. It's, it's funny, you know. Heather is is a sports fan, but she doesn't really care, right? And <laughs> you know, she'll go to an OU game. She's into it, but she doesn't. It's whatever hockey game. She's watching the whole game. Like she, she absolutely loves, loves going to the hockey game. Yeah. So um, they're amazing. Yep, it was a ton of fun, no doubt about it. All right, we got a big debate going on here <laughs> in the chat, and that's what we got to get to now. After all my love for hockey, everybody's just talking about this. Best, well, you you mentioned, uh, I know, the whatever it was, best fast food burger. Oh, is the question. Okay. Uh, my top two are Five Guys and In and Out. When fresh, I rarely find anyone better. What about you? Oh, I'm not a connoisseur of fast food burgers. Um, I have to, I, 
I have to go with Freddy's. I like oh. Freddy's. No, I don't like those great big old burgers. I just don't. I don't like them. I can't eat them. Though. I don't. Freddy's is not bad, but that's not the answer. You guys are talking about gourmet type. No, no. Five oh. guys? That's not a gourmet burger. It's too big. All right, here it is. Shake Shack's number one. Have you ever had a Shake Shack? No, I haven't, so I can't comment on that. They're not big burgers, so I don't. I think you okay. like it. Okay, I I can't. I've never had one. Shake Shack's one. I agree with Nick here. Five Guys, very good. I think it's two. Um, In and Out. Jared really loves them. I yeah. Probably in the top five, but I I don't love them. I don't love them. But Freddy's really. I love them. Dennis says fast food burgers, mm, White Castle. I was not impressed. <laughs> no, I can't do White White Castle. No. That's down there with McDonald's. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I heard about Smash Burger Magic Carrots, and I haven't had it yet. I haven't had it yet. No. So I don't know. I'll have to try that out. Magic Carrots says Water Burger. Um, it's okay. It is a lot of I, a lot of people rave about it. My wife loves it. Um, I don't hate it for sure. A uh, little bit too large for me, just a little bit. I'm going to put it in the top five. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to try the uh, Shake Shack. I don't know any that are close around here. Uh, St. Louis would be the closest one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fud Ruckers. No, I'm not a Fud Ruckers. They still around? I don't like those very well. Are they still around? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, JL says Shake Shack is certainly number one. I, yeah, totally. try this, I guess. It, they're unbelievable. Yeah. Now, what makes them so yummy? Uh, the bun is fantastic. What do you mean? It's just, I don't know, something about it. It's different. It's fantastic. The bun. Um, and the meat is fantastic i mean really good really 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 good okay it's like they open one up and i'm like you know like a week before we went to the game and i'm like oh well that's that's the reason to go to the game now well where had you ever eaten in one before uh saratoga has one at the track so Mm -hmm. that's a big one And, and anytime you go to a city they usually have how come Springfield doesn't have one? I would think Springfield will get one eventually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so eventually. Uh, Culver's is is underrated, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's right, Dave. I never had Culver's until we moved to Joplin. It's pretty uh, good. Actually, it's in Webb City, which is a, a town over that we lived in for a couple of years. Now we're back in Joplin. But yeah, uh, I had never had one. I said, oh, let's go to Culver's. I was impressed. I thought it was good. I, I eat that every now and then. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like it all right. I, I do. Um, um, let's see. Anything my else? wife makes a tremendous cheeseburger. There you go. I, it's, I don't know what she puts in it. I love it. Bill but, says hello from PA, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Hello, Bill. How you doing? Welcome. Uh, shakes. Best shake. Best shake. Oh, let's talk about ice cream for a second. Okay. You know the, the baked bear with the I cookies? Do. 
Mm-hmm. With the ice cream in the middle, that's really good. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. The, I told you that a hundred times. No, I know. They had one in St. Louis, too. Oh, they did? Yes. It was yeah. called Baked Bear? Yeah, called the Baked Bear. Really oh, good. That was a Norman thing only. No. Nope. They actually had one in St. Louis, and they had one at the game, too. Really? Yeah. Did, did you have one? Uh, yes. It was, they're good, aren't they? Yes. Very good. Very good. Shamrock Shake. Shamrock Shake is a March Madness tradition. There we go. Okay. Uh, my favorite thing there is go to Wendy's, ask for a Coke float. It's not even on the menu. Thank me later. Ooh. Really? Okay. (laughs) I haven't had dessert yet, Mr. (laughs) Feldman. That's interesting. Well, you got a Wendy's. We do have Wendy's. We have two. Um, Okay. That's interesting. Best type of cheese on a burger. Well, I just go American. Yeah, I don't think you get too crazy with this. I will say uh, I've had pepper jack cheese on one before. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're ever in Joplin, the best place to eat a burger is called Tropicana's. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, they're good. Tropicana's in Joplin, very, very, very good. Really good fries as well. <laughs> JL says the answer is yes. <laughs> Dennis says Swiss. He's out of his mind. Um <laughs> He looks like a Swiss guy. Cheddar, that's not bad. That'd be second, I'd say. Yeah, but you can't have too much cheddar. You got to no, work. no, very little. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You can get too much cheese on it. You can't taste the burger. <laughs> if you if you guys go to Brahms, all right, there's like a, it's like a five or six cheese burger. It's all all the cheeses on the burger. It's really good. I like Brahms. This burger's okay, too. Yeah, no, the Bra- Brahms burgers are good. Um, they're probably, they're not great, but they're... No, but they don't pretend to be. Yeah, they're good. They're good. I like Sonic. <laughs> no, Sonic, I draw the line. You, like, you don't like Sonic burgers? I do. No. Uh, I, Sonic for like uh, sodas, they have all the different kinds. Oh, and, oh yeah. But no, they're not they're- for... Their chili cheese tots are pretty good too. No, don't like those either. You don't like them. So. I don't like Sonic. I don't like any. I've never had anything at Sonic that I really love. Really? Well, uh, the food, like ice cream, yes. <laughs> Is fungus better on a burger or cheesesteak? <laughs> oh, that's cheese. That's magic. Cheese. That's cheese. I have two magics in my life, magic carrots and, and magic, and they both just make me that shake. Good. I like that. Is bacon cheese a cheese? Is bacon cheese a cheese? Yes. <laughs> um, cheese steaks. Um, I don't eat them hardly ever. No. I did go to, uh, I think it was Pat's and Geno's when I was in Philadelphia. One, Pat's is on one side, Geno's are on the other. Um, I, they were good. They were good. Yeah, I agree. What's the matter with you? Sonic Burgers, please end this show now. Do you, know, you can just go to Sonic. I mean, Sonic, come on. That's a terrible answer. No, it's not. But, you know, when when this is the kind of teacher I was. Okay. We would have these debates in my class. Yeah. What is your favorite burger? And you know what? came in last every time what mcdonald's 
because it sucks. Which sells more burgers than anybody in the world. Isn't that sickening? And you sit and you think about it. If you want a burger, just a burger, you don't go to McDonald's. No. Or I don't. No. Like we were in a hurry on the way home yesterday. And Sandy had to, had to go to the bathroom. So we stopped at a McDonald's because our, restra- our restaurant usually <laughs> clean. True. And she wanted a, a tea on top of it. So anyway, I said, hey, I'm kind of hungry, aren't you? And she goes, yeah. And I, I said, get me a double cheeseburger. Oh, it was awful. It was terrible. Ugh. It was terrible. No. But yeah, here's the number one fast food thing in the world and their burgers are terrible you know yeah they're, they're really bad and you know a lot of them don't like big macs i'm not ne- i wouldn't eat one no oh you would not no you, you not if you paid me no nope. yeah, I, mm, I would if you paid me never mind i, I can't like them yeah uh sonic is a hedgehog that's all <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick's got a good point. Uh, he said, uh, "Nick says, you know what would be awesome if McDonald's opened up like a spinoff and went back to like the classic beginnings and just basically upgraded their ingredients and uh, competed more upscale type." Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, if you've ever watched that movie about yeah. McDonald's, and again. We've mentioned that on here before, and I cannot think of the name of it again. The Founder. The Founder. Great movie. Their hamburgers actually used to be really good. And I remember uh, when I was a kid, this is how old I am. They weren't everywhere like they are now. Yeah. You know, they were, they're everywhere now. And there was only one in Springfield. And it was a big deal to go to McDonald's. (laughs) And I can remember... Uh, dad would say, hey, let's go to Springfield tonight and go to McDonald's. And me and my brother were just thrilled to go to McDonald's. Just mm. That was a big outing because they had the golden arches over the building and it looked like a spaceship kind of, you know, it was cool to go to McDonald's. It really was. They didn't have drive-in windows or anything. You had to walk up there and order it. It was real fast. You know, you got it real fast. See? And now it sucks. Yeah. And now it's like probably my least, if I had to choose like my least favorite place to to get food, it would be McDonald's. I go once a week. (laughs) Oh, I live in a small town. I don't have a lot of choices. That's true. It's McDonald's. Okay. Here's a new, here's a new poll. Here's the four hamburger places I got. Okay. McDonald's. Terrible. Brahms, Decent. Sonic, Terrible. Hardee's. Uh oh, but Hardee's is the worst. Rank them, rank them, people. <laughs> so those are your options. Brahms would be a clear one. It's it's kind of far out to Brahms though. <laughs> it takes a little longer to get there. I, I have know. now. Sandy loves Brahms, so I and I didn't ever use. You know, when I think of Brahms, I go I go get ice cream. I get ice cream at Brahms. That's yeah. what I think of at Brahms. Yeah. I go get I go get ice cream cone. There's Sundays or banana splits, whatever they've got. There's really good. I never ever thought about getting burgers there. Sandy loves them, so I've kind of been 
getting their burger, and it is good. It is good. The, the Bronx uh, burger is good. Yeah, Nick says uh, Hardy's is called Carl's. It's Carl's Jr. Yeah. Out west, you're right. Yeah, uh, and he says Hardy's is way too expensive for what you get. Pisses me off. So true. It's it's trash, and you have to pay like you're getting like Freddy's or something. Uh, it's, the only thing good is their uh, uh, what they call those the fries. Oh, the curly fries are good. They're good. Yes, I agree. Now, will everybody on the chat right now agree <laughs> that McDonald's French fries are the best? Mm. If you're not counting curly fries, I think they are. Regular fries, they're yeah. probably the best. Yeah. And they're they're a French fry that I don't need ketchup for. Yeah, there's very few like that. Um very, very few. Now, uh five guys fries are are very, very, very good. But okay. the, I don't hardly count them. They're like real fries almost, you know. Oh, well, those are the best. Yeah, yeah. But but McDonald's are perfect almost every time. <laughs> Mark says working midnights. I like a uh, hearty sausage biscuit biscuit in the morning after work. There you go. You know, Hardy's best breakfast. Really? Yeah. I did not even know they had breakfast. Okay. So Nick and I are best friends. <laughs> I love, I have five guys ranked number two for burgers and I always get their Cajun fries. They're awesome. And you get, a boatload, a boatload, as, as Nick Nick said. Are they, are they? Are they? Are uh, they? Um, what am I trying to say here? Are they spicy? Yeah, they're really good. Okay, they're really, really good. He's one hundred percent right. I listen. I'm not gonna lie to you. Heather's out of town. Uh, I had a Five Guys burger and Cajun fries today, Nick. Today <laughs> I had them. So. Um, I was wondering where you were going to eat. Sandy and I had a discussion about that a while ago. Um, uh, let's see. Yesterday, I just had stuff, I had stuff left at the house. Today was Five Guys. Tomorrow, who knows? Who knows? Tune in tomorrow. Find out. Okay. Uh, you don't need ketchup on McDonald's, says JL, because they're excessively <laughs> seasoned with salt. Yeah. No, they're perfectly seasoned with salt. Perfectly. <laughs> um, McDonald's fries best by far. Five guys in Penn Station are real, but way more pricey. Yeah, I like those McDonald's fries because you have you can see the salt on them. You know, that gets on your fingers a little bit too. What's PFK? I don't know. Can't understand why PFK doesn't don't have fries in the United States. I don't Tell know us what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is, Sylvan. But yeah, let us know. Um, Hardy says some sort of omelet sandwich more breathtaking than a hot pocket. <laughs> this is fantastic this is a sports show we cover everything yeah this is the by the way most people we've had all night are listening to this so that's good that's good um oh kentucky fried chicken she meant kfc oh kfc kfc oh we got another topic we she do have fries we do have fries we do at kfc yeah they have fries i've had fries at kfc they're not very good they got those kind of potato wedges, don't they? Uh, no, they have actual fries, too. Oh, they do? Okay. Uh, when you open up a brown paper sack from Five Guys, the bag almost falls apart from the grease, the burger, and the fries. Also true. It's a, it's two shades of brown, that's for sure. <laughs> we can do pizza also, Dave. Uh, Aaron's an expert on pizza. Yeah, pizza. Sure. Sure. 
Um, Goodfellas Pizza in Lexington, Kentucky is probably the best I've ever had, to be completely honest. It's so good. Yeah. So, so good. Um, I'm not real good on pizza. Takeout pizza? Takeout pizza. Like, like Goodfellas is like, that's a pizzeria. Like, that's no, a pizza. That doesn't count. Like, Go get a quick pizza. Domino's is probably the best one for me. Yeah, I don't like it as well. Hey, I got to tell you a quick story or you're going to die laughing at this. Okay, so we get back yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not real hungry. And Sandy doesn't really want to cook. So we got a new Domino's here in town. So I said, we'll just call Domino's and I'll go get it. I go get it. I get it home. She got half of what she wanted, and I got half what I wanted. And we opened it up. At my side, I ordered a, just a hamburger pizza. Yeah. At the crust, the tomato sauce, and the meat, and no cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> no. I've never seen that before, ever. That's that incredible. Yeah, it was really funny. That's um, incredible. Yeah. Oh, and then Sandy, she's really good at picking wonderful restaurants. We went to a place in Hot Springs. She wanted Italian, so we went to Little Italy. Never heard of it. Well, <laughs> the food was really good. Okay. Yeah. If you have like four hours to wait on it. Right. And there was like... It was in a strip mall, which is not a good sign. No. Basically, it was a carryout place. Okay. Where, where was this located? Excellent. Okay. You know where Chick fil A's is there? And yep. Okay. To the turn, right of Chick fil A? You turn left. Oh, back behind Chick fil A? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was good. No, I, that's not a bad area. I was thinking. No, no, no. It was a good area. And yeah. it, the food was good. But they had four little gals in there working. None of them knew what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, they had a stream of people coming in to get takeout. And they were waiting like 45 minutes. You had like four people sitting in your lap pretty much uh, while you were trying to eat. It was, I wouldn't, the food was good though. Anyway, uh, chicken. K, uh, I like KFC. Who's yeah. With, who's with me? Uh, Chick-fil-A for me if you're going yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, too religious for me. Yeah. 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 Um, I boycotted it. Uh, what about Popeyes? Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm yeah. not a huge chicken. You're person. not a chicken guy. Okay. Yeah. Dave wants us to rate frozen pizza. No, I'm not. <laughs> Dave, I don't eat frozen pizza. I, I would say I would go. How you have them listed, Dave? New York, Chicago, Detroit—that's like that. Now, uh, help me out here, Dave or Aaron. Chicago is the is the like thick. No, you like the thinner. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New York. I mean, New York's okay. New York's like the big thin slice. That's yeah, what Goodfellas has too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really. I don't know what, what's Detroit? Detroit. Shaped uh, like a... I don't know what Detroit I is. I don't either. I don't know what that is. Would that be the sauce on the outside? Is that Detroit? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. 
Mark, my wife and I love Popeyes. Yeah. We have um, to go. We have to go be in the second shift crew or younger. It take forever. <laughs> Popeyes, it's good. It's good. I like Popeyes. I do. Yeah. I like to say Popeyes. Yeah. But pizza, yeah. St. Louis pizza, Emo's pizza, not bad. Very good. Yeah, Detroit is sauce on top of cheese. That's what I thought. Sauce on top of cheese. I've yeah. never had that. It's thick. The sauce is on top. Cheese is on the bottom. So it'd be like Chicago, but it's opposite. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would like to. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I am getting to where I I have to eat pizza before five. I can't eat it after six, or I don't sleep well because I have heartburn all night. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> so I found out the answer to my heartburn problems is to eat at five. And then I'm, I'm I, I do pretty well. That so, makes sense. Italian gives me problems. Okay. Well. Yeah, not I'm not a big Italian fan anyway. Yeah, yeah. I still like a good old original KFC. <sighs> I don't know. I, don't, I me not so much. I don't think KFC is real clean, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> well, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Papa's on the pizza clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, boy. This went this this escalated. Fantastic. Guys, anytime you want us to review things, just let us know. I tell you what, Nick and I are on the same wave. You are today. He was he Nick was the one talking about uh the, the Coke float, right? From Wendy's. Wasn't that I you, Nick? I think so. I love Coke floats. Hold on. I gotta show you. I got I don't know if I can I don't know if I can share this. Hold on. <laughs> My Magic carrots, I agree. People who uh, eat Hawaii, I agree with Magic Carrots. People who eat Hawaiian pizza should be banned. Yeah. I, eat I know you do. Sandy's in there. She loves pineapple on pizza. That's against against the law. I don't I don't know how to share this photo. What uh, is it? Hold on. Open and preview. There we go. That may have been it. Let's see here. Hold on. My wife just sent me this. I gotta I gotta show everybody here. There it is. That's what she just sent me a picture of. Right oh, there. That's a float. She's made a cup float. She's not listening to She's this. Listen to this that's unreal. Unbelievable. I haven't had a Coke float in a long time. I haven't either, but now I want one. Well, I don't drink Coke much anymore. I don't eat. I don't at all. I, I haven't had a Coke in, in years might, now. I love it. I love it. I, I do too, but... I, just, I, I drink it about once a week. What'd you say, Sandy? The only float that should be allowed is a root beer float. She likes root beer floats, but you gotta yeah, like root beer float. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, those are good. Sylvia said uh, three years ago in Saratoga, she ate at Golden Corral. <laughs> they had fried bacon. Couldn't believe it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Golden <laughs> Corral's the worst. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm fried bacon, and that how you fix bacon. Well, then it's from Canada. They do things, you know. <laughs> I guess she, she bakes her bacon. Uh, yeah, this this is the time where the ice cream, mom and pop ice cream shops are very busy. Yes. Uh, the ice cream man came by the house the other day. There you go. Heather still runs outside when the ice cream man comes. <laughs> she turned her ankle last year. 
You guys are laughing. I'm serious. You know, I bet people that don't live in small towns don't know what we're talking about with the the ice cream. We got a we got a goober that comes around here and he's got his truck all he got a van all painted up and yep. plays uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and other goofy stuff and he's ice cream man. And you yeah. go out and get you an ice cream bar for like four dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing for the ice cream bar or ice cream man is uh, it's a Ninja Turtle. Um, oh yeah, I don't know what you call it. It's like well, a, or like a dilly bar. Or yeah, something. but it's a Ninja Turtle and it's flavored. And it's got bubblegum eyes. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> you can only get it from the ice cream man, dude. Yes, I've never seen them anywhere else. Yeah, I eat them every time. I really get happy when I get Leonardo. I, I I'm really uh, excited. Oh, well, you mean you don't always get the? They have different turtles. They're not. Oh well, yeah, they got Leonardo, and, and they got all four of them, and and it's just kind of random whichever one you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, this is great, folks. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, this is what we do on this show. Yeah, for sure, the best. See, <laughs> they are really good. They're fantastic. If if he was out there right now, because you guys have made me hungry, I would probably just end the show and go out and get one. I'm thinking about going and getting going to Dairy Queen and getting an ice cream sandwich. I have to yeah. go all the way to Monette, though. I could do but. that. I don't know. I'm kind of in for the night. So I, I am, too. It's um, <laughs> It's AEW time. It's always AEW time in this house, Magic. Right. It's, uh, favorite match of last week. Oh, gosh. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Maybe Hangman and uh, Adam Cole. That was pretty good. Maybe that's it. <laughs> I still Dude, like Penta and CM Punk. I, I thought that was really good. It's one of those two. Um, I I don't know what they're doing with Sammy and Scorpio. I didn't like that very much. So yeah, yeah. I, I'll go. I'll go with the title match. That was pretty good. It was nice to see that on Rampage. So um, we'll, we'll go with that. But listen, Dark is already on and it's over. So I got to go watch that. So. Yes, the Texas Death Match. <laughs> See what JL put there. Got the order some AEW floats from Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> JL's All right. JL's um, we got to read JL's here just a minute. Okay, go ahead. Anyone remember Far Side cartoons? Yes. Yeah. My favorite one was captioned failed marketing ploys and had an ice cream truck that apparently sang, I cuss, you cuss, we all cuss for asparagus. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh, do you like Dalton Castle's entrance? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't like Dalton Castle's entrance. I thought he was decent in the ring, though. I don't know what to think about the Gresham. I don't know if I like him or not yet. I haven't decided. Uh, I liked his Ring of Honor match. I didn't. I didn't. It was okay. The Dalton Castle match, and then it wasn't great. Um, like I say, say, the Battle of the Belts was not great for me. It wasn't. It was okay. I mean, but it wasn't. It didn't do anything for me, really. Um, kind of. I don't know. Don't know what they're doing with Sammy Scorpio. That match was weird, and then. Uh, the the girls' match is okay, but it was kind of predictable. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Gresham's point. I agree. He looks like he wouldn't be. That's what pisses me off. 
Because he's like, he's a little guy. And it's like, oh, he's going to fly around and do this. And he's just like, yeah, he's just kind of kind of like watching um, a match in a library, kind of. The fans aren't really into it either. It didn't seem like, but I don't know. Um, Samoa Joe, that was cool when he came out. I like that. So, All right, Papa Dude. We've, over, <laughs> we've overstayed. <laughs> this, this one might. We, we've been doing so good on YouTube with subscribers. This one might might lose some for us oh i don't think so look at all either. look at all of these viewers i know we started with super serious uh derby talk and we've ended with 30 minutes of fast food so <laughs> yep and the thing about it is i'm not even hungry after the 30 minutes of it you know i i am now i am now so. are you i thought you already ate i did i did i probably now i did not have very good dessert tonight so the ice cream thing is tempting but i'm like you i don't want to get back out yeah, I'm in for the night. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Any final thoughts before we do? No. I don't have any. Uh, I do. I, I Just one thing. The, the OU softball team did get beat, and the sun came up the next day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Texas celebrated like they'd won the national championship. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, well, yes, but um, we would have done the same thing. So. Yeah, we would have, for sure. We would have, we would have yeah. for sure. Win with class, lose with class. You know That's I mean? right. That's right. That's a Thanks. lesson for the kids out there that are still, All right. still watching. Yep. All right, we're going to go. We'll be back on Thursday. I have no idea. What we're gonna, who knows what we're going to talk about. It's just, it's anybody's guess. Well, just drop, drop us a line, and uh, there's one thing about us. We're very versatile. Yes. But we can talk about just about anything. So, the only yeah, thing how about that? What do you want us to talk about? Just comment in the in the in the comments below. Not right now, but in the YouTube comments below. Comment. Yeah. What do you want us to talk about next or on Thursday. We'll do anything. Yeah, we will. We won't do politics. That, no. But... Okay. We're not going to do politics or religion or anything like that. No. But uh, we will do anything else. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not baseball. <laughs> no, not baseball. True. Okay, politics, religion, and baseball are out. Anything else? Yes, toppings on a pizza next show. Okay. I'm, uh, okay, that's we'll, fine. We'll make here. a list. We'll make a list, folks. I'm I'm serious. Yeah. If you want to talk about something? We'll do it. We'll make a list. Yeah, we'll just do it. We don't care. We're, we, all of our other shows have objectives. We just try to get through an hour. That's our only objective on the show. Especially now. Uh, all right, guys, we're going to get out of here. As always, thanks so much for joining thanks us. Thanks a lot, guys. It was a uh, Listen, guys, YouTube, we got a ton of shit coming out. Magic made us do 24 videos what? on each Kentucky Derby contender. So uh, that's what? coming out. Yes, I know. He's out of his mind. Uh, that's coming out. We, we, honest to God, by Thursday, we will have probably 35 new videos on YouTube. Wow. Unless something happens and Magic can't get him done, <laughs> so which could be, he may have been off too more, too much uh, for too much work for him. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah. yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be around uh, and he'll be editing those videos. So we'll have a ton of new stuff going up for you guys as well. And then, like I said, we'll be back Thursday if you want to listen to this stupid show. And thank you, Magic Carrots, for coming on, commenting. Hey, yeah. you, you guys know. are great. Yep, wouldn't be the same without you guys. All right. We are getting out of here. We'll see you next time, guys. Have fun. Uh, if you're betting between now and Thursday, good luck, and we'll see you. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com. 
your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first. 